we're speaking with Dr. Kevin Willis. He's a regular guest in the new feature on talking about grit and the mental toughness of the game. And Dr. Willis, uh, talk a little bit about the grit research. And I know that um, many of the things that you're talking about uh, were in Angela Duckworth's uh, book called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Um, I have the book. I'm staring at it in my office as we speak. And I I thought she did uh, an exceptional job of putting that together. And how much of that of her research um, influenced you when you started doing grit research uh, for your book and, and what you do in your own, your own uh, clinical, uh, you know, work as well. Well, it's funny because, you know, in hockey, the the term grit or gritty always sort of referred to that player that could really get under the skin of, of the opponent, right? The, The guy that could get people riled up, maybe was playing right on the edge of being dirty. And, and that's sort of, where hockey in, in took the word, but I'm looking at it. I'm coaching my guys. I'm thinking that's not what it means. That's not what it means at all. Um, so I, I, that's one of the reasons why I decided to write the book is because I wanted to sort of, you know, set the record straight. That's not what it is. It's something different. And, and so got into her stuff. I did a lot of other research, you know, years ago, there wasn't a whole bunch on grit. Now there's a ton because it's a very, it's a cool word, right? It's, it's cool to be gritty. Um, but the idea was that there are certain people that have advantages that given an opportunity to, you know, sort of expand those advantages, they don't, right. They just, they sort of, they, they give away that advantage they had. And then there are other people who don't have the advantages. They don't have sort of, you know, she used the example of kids in school, right. Kids that were just naturally gifted in math and then other kids who had to work really hard for math, but yet you look at their grades and they're very similar. And if not the, 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 the non-math kids were, you know, maybe doing a little even better. Uh, and she's like, why? why? Why is that happening? And so she looked into it. She looked at things like the amount of effort they put into homework, the amount of passion that they have to, you know, to to get the grades. Um, and it, and she's looking at it. She's going, so there is a formula here. There is a There are things that they're doing that these other people who are gifted but aren't taking advantage of it. And so that's where I started. Uh, but then there are guys like Stephen Kotler, who he's done a lot of work on flow. Um, he's he's one of my my mentors, and he's he talks a lot about how grit is is really it's not just perseverance and, and passion. You know, he gets into the idea of willpower and mindset, passion, and you know, my, your ability to control thoughts and master fear and and be your best when things are tough, those kinds of things. And so, as it started to expand, I'm like, oh my gosh. I, I can't put everything in here because we have to make this thing, you know, make sense. Um, and so I thought I like Dr. Duckworth's stuff because it was um, she had a, an assessment. You do the assessment, you come out with a score, and that's a snapshot in time. And if you don't like that score, then you go to work, right? You go to work on the elements that make you a grittier person, and then you can jump back into that assessment and you can look and say, hey, is this working or not? There's not a ton of, of mental training that has – you know, a metric or baseline associated with it like she has. And so I thought, wow, you know, if we can incorporate that, then we can provide proof um, to these kids that are committed to to doing the work um, that is working. And so they'll stay the course. 
you mentioned the term uh, flow, Kevin. I, I remember reading the book Flow. I, I don't know if you've read it yourself, but it was a book by uh, Mahali Zixan Mahali. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I don't like butchering psychologist's name, but I think that's it. Um, and, and in that book, they describe that um, one of the best ways to acquire flow is, is through basically optimizing experience that simulates med meditative trance or trance-like state. I, I feel like meditation is, is something that needs to be uh, used more often when it comes to basically development in all aspects of the mind, but specifically for areas where you need perseverance because it requires effortful, effortful attention. So my question is, do you, right. do you really right. feel that there is a, a baseline there where you have to go back and forth between basically acquiring the spark plug that is the ability to create an effortful attention so that the rest can fall in place and that you can go through the process of actually developing perseverance and grit over time? A hundred percent. You know, flow stems from focus. It stems from deep focus and it stems from, you know, playing right at the edge of your abilities, but finding success, right? Um, and so there's sort of a, I don't know, there's sort of a magical thing that happens when you're right at the edge of your abilities, but everything is just happening. Um, and yeah, I think that Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, he's, yeah, that's a weird name, you should, yeah, he, he, he really dialed that in as far as the different aspects of how to get into flow. There's, there's a list of 22 triggers that help people get into flow states. All of these things are things that we can teach, but it all begins with focus. And focus is a function of of knowing what you want, right? Being committed to going after it and then staying the course on the path. And so I think that ties in brilliantly to grit because grit is about focus. It is about attention to detail. It is about staying the course when things are difficult. And so that ultimately, I think any athlete is going, their, their ultimate goal is to be able to play in a flow state more often because when you're in, in a flow state, you're playing your very best um, hockey and you're you know, burning less energy and it's more enjoyable, right? Um, so it's a wonderful thing to get to, but I think to get the flow, there are some gates that we have to pass through. And I think one of them is, is understanding that grit aspect, but I think you're spot on. I think the idea of mindfulness and meditation, these are, these are things that we can train and, and we do train these things, but you know, it's, it's one of those things that it seems so simple that it's almost like, are, are you kidding? This, this is really going to help me. But at the end of the day, and we'll get into all these other things, you know, as the series progresses, but, at the end of the day, if you don't know your own mind, if you don't recognize your own thoughts, then it's going to be very difficult to pretty much do anything in the game. Because, you know, people say, well, how much of the game is mental and how much is, is physical? And, and honestly, I don't want the exact answer because it just jumps around. Anybody I've ever asked, you know, they're 70%, 60%, 80%, right? All I know is I've never heard anybody say it's less than 50%. And I would agree that it's not less than 50%. But what, here's what I can tell you. It said everything starts with the brain. Everything. Everything starts with the brain. So if you were to look at it from that perspective, then this game is 100% mental. You're listening to Hockey Prospect Radio on Sirius XM NHL Network Radio. I'm Shane Malloy with Brad Allen from HockeyProspect.com. Powered by PowerPlayer, hockey player development software at thepowerplayer.com. We're speaking with Dr. Kevin Willis uh, about grit research uh, from his book, Hockey Grit, Grind in Mind. And uh, one quick question, we'll have two minutes left. Uh, 
Kevin, as we move forward into, uh, you know, these segments, uh, I'm glad you both brought up flow uh, because Stephen Kotler is someone that I read um, and I've actually taken his program on flow. Um, if, if I was an athlete trying to get into the NHL, I would be clamoring to take that class. Um, I think all the, the rules and the things that they help you understand and something that obviously Brad had brought up in terms of mindfulness um, is one of the critical things that are necessary in the program that I took. And it can drastically increase your level of efficiency and how much you can get done in a short period of time. Everybody talks about like being in the zone when athletes are in the zone and everything goes right. That's what flow is but there's a way of getting into it. And then there's a way when you get out of it and you have to have active recovery from a psychological standpoint. So um, those are things that, you know, Kevin, um, that we can talk about again as well. Uh, But we want to thank you very much for coming on the show. We really look forward to uh, this new series of topics about getting into the psychology of the game and the, the, the brain and the, you know, the mind and how important that is. So, um, Thank you very much for coming on today. We look forward to speaking to you next week. Outstanding. I'll talk to you then. Thanks, guys. That's Dr. Kevin Willis. This has been another edition of Hockey Prospect Radio. I'm Shane Malloy, along with Brad Allen, and we will see you at the rink.